That actually oh. brings up a point, though. Oh, we're back to here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we always come back to here somehow. This show goes to weird places after a while, especially when I'm controlling it here. It's Wednesday, and you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM, and you're here with Brock, Byron, and Alex. So what have you been doing today? Welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. You're here with Brock and Byron today. Alex says work, and um, well, it happens to the best of us. That's where I've been. I've been on a lovely mind side. So what's our first song, Brock? Uh, first one coming up is Germs by Psycho. And once again, you're listening to Hunter Vibes from Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. Read it. This is the most addictive website known to man. It will tear your life apart. And that's how we found this question. And the question of the week is, what's a not-so-fun fact? Hmm, well... There's a lot of angles which we could take from this, actually. Uh, well, 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 here's one that I want to bring up. Uh, went on a lovely coffee date with a girl, uh, not too, you know, since I've been back. Yep. And um, she told me the true meaning of cute. Yeah, ugly and interesting, right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I was cut because I've been called cute many a times. Yeah, but that's one of the words which has changed meanings throughout time as time progresses. Like, it may have originally started as meaning apparently ugly and interesting, but I think when most people say the word cute nowadays, they they don't mean it in that sort of form. They mean it in a sort of, wow, this is, like, really adorable sort of, like, like way. <laughs> like, if that makes any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still, like, thought of it and went, but what if? What if that's what they mean? Definitely, so, definitely I'm, not, I'm man. Ugly and interesting. <laughs> I mean, for you, maybe. No. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason we're on radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we've got the faces for radio, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, so I, I want to hear more about this. So, that, so she told you the meaning of this? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just she, she was like, um, yeah, I don't know how we got to that point, but she told me the meaning of it, and I was just there, just stunned. She said, like, "You know the you know the meaning for that, right?" The true meaning i'm like no and just yeah tells me that i'm gone just the entire rest of the time i'm just ticking on my head how many people have called me that and meant that meaning not only that though how many people have you called that yes. and they thought you were meaning y- that yeah yeah it, it really got to me a little bit i was just like oh that's i think it actually depends on context though because i think if someone says uh i mean not context context <laughs> it's part of the context uh, yeah, but I think um, if someone says something like, "Oh, that's cute," like you know, you can, you know, they're not actually meaning it in like the the modern day meaning of it. It's more like a closer to that one. But yeah, so I think it really depends on context. I do like the description um, for babies though. What? Because I think newborns are ugly when they're born. Oh, that that's a proven fact. Yeah, yeah, but like then you call them cute. No, not really, no. That would be interesting. Look, it's a baby. To be fair, I'm pretty sure every single person has the thought of going in their mind when they see a newborn, they're like, that is one ugly baby. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's the first thought which goes I through most people's six mind. Months, it's six months till they get actually cute hmm. and adorable, like somewhere in that t- time frame. Well, it's like my uh, – and I th- I'm pretty sure I posted the photo in our in our Hump Day Vibes uh, group, like, message chat, but my cousin just had his uh, baby daughter and um, – Basically, the first photo is basically just after it came out. I was just like, man, that baby has already seen some stuff right there. Like <laughs> eyes were like wide open, like devastated at this prospect of coming into this world. 
Yeah. Oh, you, it's funny you say that. So I've also become a second fun uncle. Uh, my sister had a, you know, little girl. Uh, congratulations to her. And yeah, again, ugly baby. I'm not going to deny it. I went and saw it recently and... Well, like, I guess that's a not-so-fun fact. Babies are ugly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look, honestly, um, the one thing I think which really comes to my mind, though, for a not-so-fun fact is many people in this world, we're very uh, big on pushing positivity and we're big on pushing, like, everyone being friends and stopping hate and all the stuff like that. But I think a what a not so fun fact is it kind of goes full circle where that support ends up turning into hatred in itself. So you go from say say if someone does something hateful and whatnot, and then a mass crowd of people vilifies that person for, you know, fair reasoning. That vilification eventually turns into hatred on that person, fueling that cycle. And so a not so fun fact about this is that the people which somewhat spread the positivity and try everything to be perfect, they're also the proponents of those which are spreading a lot of hate at the same time. So that's a not-so-fun fact about the world I'd like to share. Hmm. I just think this is a favourite one of mine. If you drink too much water, you can drown. Mm, yeah. Not-so-fun fact there. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> makes sense. And it's funny, Although, I say that. Is it actually drinking too much water, though? Yeah. Because you drink too much and then just overfills and you're stuffed uh but something that i found quite interesting as well when i was on the mind sites just recently because that's my actual job right now um also whilst absent uh on a piece of paper it said drink 10 liters of water a day yeah i can guarantee i've never seen anyone drink anything close to that i reckon the most people would drink it on a day like if they just regularly drink water, it's probably like three liters at max. No, seven. You reckon? I can. I've gotten near seven before. Wow. Just because you get the water bottle and it's a liter and you fill it up seven times, so like during the early part of the day, you know, when you wake up, you skull a six hundred ml bottle straight away, and then you're at work, and during that first break period, you're drinking a bottle of water, then you're having like half one again, and you know, second half you're having probably two, and then two more, and then and that's one just and half. to stop dehydration. Yeah. And- yeah. Uh, headaches and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And if you don't drink enough, you get those headaches and they are terrible. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not a fun fact up there though that you need to drink that much water. Wow. So if anyone's considering FIFO, think about that. Unless you get an office job up there, then I, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Still drink water though in Still the office. <laughs> Still got to drink the water though. Yeah. Um. Aside from that though, I don't really have any other not so fun facts. Is that, and it's like... The the very cynical part of me is what uh, fuels the not-so-fun facts in conversations like this. And I don't want to be too cynical. Uh, well, I've got one more. When you eat fish, you're eating plastic. What? There's a lot of microplastics in fish now. There's actually like a known amount of microplastics that exist in fish because of the or so much in the water. So, the, you know, they're all in the water. They're swimming along just, just eating them up and just, little, you know, the small creatures that are eating the microplastics they're getting stuck in them and it's getting you know moved up the food chain essentially into us and so what do you mean by microplastics this is so, a term i've heard of okay so uh you've got your plastics and then they break down in the water right yeah when so they, sunlight um, breaks it all degrade down degrade and stuff yeah like they that. degrade and then they get smaller and smaller pieces but they don't actually completely degrade and they become microplastics which are really tiny yeah you know 
an example of microplastics would be the little balls that were in toothpaste and stuff like that. It used to be little plastic balls in it that you used to brush teeth with and you know, used to improve it, but now they're banned. Uh, so, yeah, now that stuff is essentially in the ocean and fish eat it and then move up the food chain. Yeah, that, that makes that makes sense. But and it's not, obviously not a because, fun fact uh, It's a terrible fact and I hate it. Yeah, that's true because, I mean, wildlife uh, and especially um, – like fish conservation and stuff like that. That's a huge issue worldwide. So that that does make sense that there would be like a um, microplastic problem. Yeah. Hmm. Not so fun fact. Yeah, it's not fun at all. We are going to go to our next song though. Uh, this one coming up, it's by Lawson Hull. It's called Mexico. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes here on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM. And that was Back Into Your Arms by Rinse. And before that, we had Miserable by Alexander Biggs. And then, of course, a video star by Indie Ghost. Once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes here on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. It's now time for another new edition of Game Sesh. Choose your character. Choose your weapon. Round one. Fight! This is Game Sesh. And this week on Game Sesh, we are talking the Goliath battle between Epic and Apple, as well as uh, the Discord-Sony partnership, which I can't wait for that. But Me uh, too. The first one is, uh, so Epic and Epic slash Fortnite and Apple have been having a lovely, lovely court case. Now, of course, we don't care about the court case itself. I mean, the outcome for it can be actually really, really amazing for everyone if um, Epic wins, but that's not the big deal here. The big deal is actually the information that's been leaked because of it. So what happens is there's a lot of information that is put up into the public forum on some shared drives that show a lot of information. Epic is required to put up all the information and then there's like redacted information that isn't allowed to be shared. And a lot of publishers aren't actually happy about this because the information has been put up there. They don't know it's been put up there because they don't realize it's being you know, requested by the court case and so on forth. So if it's getting pulled and you know, the whole thing was up and then got pulled down and then put back up again. But something that came up that was really interesting is that we finally got to see how much Fortnite made. Now, in its large run in 2018 and 2019 combined, it made $9 billion. Yeah, I'd believe it. $9 billion on a free... That's insane. That's so much money. Like, I mean, at the same time, if you think about, you know... The freemium model works. Yeah, yeah. But if you also think about that in the 2018 versus 2019, dropping a $1.2 billion, you know, in profits... So they only made like seven... No, no, they made... Th- uh, they, in the 2018, they made 5.5 and then in 2019, they made 3.7. I know. Oh, no, we lost 1.2 billion. But you know what? I can guarantee their running costs are nowhere near that. So... No, but that's to be expected of having a... That's actually a lot less of a drop-off than I expected. Oh, yeah, retention must be massive. Well, and I think people are still playing Fortnite, so... Oh, uh, yeah, it's really popular still. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised there wasn't a bigger drop-off in that and... Normally, like, we see this every year with, like, like I'm going to use the COD cycle, for example, because yeah, that's the yeah. perfect comparison. They make a new game every single year, publish that, and uh, the second that next one comes out, the other one drops off significantly. Now, 
those old, old ones still have a player base though because they enjoy those games. But yeah. that's to be expected because it's the same thing. With new games coming out all the time in a, such an ever-expanding industry, player retention, like to go from 5.5 to 3.3, I think you just said. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's massive. That's phenomenal. I mean, that's like having a 60% retention. If universities had that, well, maybe some degrees at Murdoch would still exist. Exactly. But they don't. And anyways, that was one of the things I wanted to quickly talk to you about because, hey, how awesome is that? Secondly, though, uh, you know how there's always a free game every week from Epic? Yes. Um, on, and it's just like, hey, it's free. So someone's posted it on how much they made or how much it cost in the first nine months. So we're going from the start of the year in 2019 to September 2019. $11 million. And I'm like, that's a drop in the bucket. But the cool point about this is that the amount of stats they have there ready for people as well. So what do you mean, like, how much it costs? Isn't, like, how much Epic are paying for these? Or? They spent on it. Because I've always been interested in, to see how that works and whether or not Epic has to buy the keys for this game to hand them out or, like, how does this work, you know? Or is it a flat fee or...? Well, from this, it seems to be, like, a, a very low fee for everything and it depends on the product. And, you know, there's, there's actually just a buyout price. Like Subnautica was 1.4 million and they had it out there. And then from that new, they've got stats on the new Epic accounts that got made from it, which is 850, so 800,000 accounts decided to be made, which, you know what, funny enough, it's just at the very start. So, hey, <laughs> that's fair enough. But then you go down the list and the number drop off is significantly higher. And then they've got a calculation of, you know, the cost they paid versus the cost it, you know, cost them essentially to have it like there's a game called uh, where is it i was looking at this sheet uh so uh the jackbox party oh yeah the jackbox party pack yep yeah so that was out is that on epic now yeah and yeah it is and the buyout cost is only like eighty thousand, but the cost of it seems to be 64 cents per person that seems like a good deal for me now that if you go down the list and there's like uh where is it Enter the um, enter the dungeon. Gungeon. Gungeon, sorry. $6.20 per person. That's a lot more. Yeah, but I mean, that's also a more niche game. Yeah, but it's still a lot of money though. Like if you think about it, all these other ones are costing them, you know, micro cents. Well, it's also depending on how many people download, of course, though. Yeah, that's true. Because that, that is more true. people are going to get the Jackbox Party Pack than they are going to get Enter the Gungeon. I'll, and that's not even a, a slight on Enter the Gungeon, but... Jack, the Jackbox Party Pack is a lot more fun. Yeah. Or, or here's another one. Inside and Celeste, both, by the way, are award-winning games. They were actually costing them, the on user acquisition cost, is 11 and $12 per, you know, respectively per thing. That's actually a lot of money per user to get them onto the account thing. To get now, Celeste is the um, sequel to, um, uh, oh, what's the... The Square game, right? Is it Caroline? No, 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 no. no? This is not a sequel. Okay, what I'm, what am I thinking of then? I'm not sure. Never mind. Ignore that. <laughs> but then my favorite one. You know how Batman Arkham got released on it for free, all three of them. Yep. Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum, yep. and Arkham Origins. Origins. Yep. Yeah. So that got released. One point five million was cost for those. That was a AAA title. Like there were three AAA titles, and they had. 600,000 
new users from that. So, wow, that they're actually like, they're, what they're doing is actually really cool because they're getting people to sign up and actually having consistency with all these free games and, oh, you know, this popular game comes out. Hey, we're going to get people onto it. And out of those people, I'd love to know how many of them actually stayed around on the Epic Store. Like, I've stayed on there because I'm like more free games because I'm a stinge. Because you log in every month to get your free games, every basically. Week. Oh, it's every week, is it? It's every week. Ah. But yeah, there's, but that's not all. And this is my favorite part out of all of it, okay? And we're going to talk about Sony, so this is going to be a good way to get to it. Sony was very, very, very against cross-platform. That's literally the, all the information you have on it. They, they pulled it from the um, files. But uh, yeah, so in the big write-up of it, Sony was so against cross-platform because they thought it would affect their profit margins that much. And it probably didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure no they're they... surprised to be proven wrong. Yeah, but they're still against it apparently. Like today. Like, according to this court case, they're still against it. Yeah, they, they want their own ecosystem. Of course, of course, of course. And speaking of that, though, what have they done with Discord? Yes, so Discord and uh, Sony have announced a partnership where Discord's going to be integrated into PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in 2022. Which is amazing because that chat system is mint. Yes, and just what's so interesting about it, though, is... Discord has seemingly gone from potentially being bought out by Microsoft, which, I mean, it, it didn't in the end. Uh, I was so hoping for that, though. Uh, well, I was I was hoping for, uh, like, Discord to get some form of cash influx, but I I uh, didn't I didn't really want it to be bought out in, like... I would like a Microsoft daddy situation or a Sony daddy situation. See, I'd much rather it be public company rather than... Um, Ooh, publicly traded? Yeah, rather than, um, than be just bought by, like, a main big company, but this one's the best of both worlds where Discord remains private, uh, they get a cash influx from Sony and they get a partnership where Discord gets integrated into PlayStation. And that's great because for so long now, my friends and I, we've been constantly complaining about how, because uh, we've been PlayStation users throughout like high school and yep. today. And then obviously I've also branched out to PC at the same time. But um, yeah, we've been on the PlayStation spectrum for so long now. And we've always constantly complained about how PlayStation has a crap party chat system. It has crap messaging. And that's over time, it's slowly gotten worse and worse. And basically now we're getting something better. It's good because I use Discord every single day. And oh, yeah, I know you do. You've like, got chat systems there all the time. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so stoked for this because I'm probably going to end up using my PlayStation a bit more now. And the best part is though, I don't have to uh, I don't have to worry about even being on my PlayStation if I want to talk to my friends now. I could be playing games on my computer. Well we don't know how it's gonna work exactly. But if it's Discord though, Discord will be cross platform because I mean, it's not a uh, Sony product, like Discord's integrating into them. So uh, yeah, and bless you by the way, because I know that definitely popped through, but that's okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, and so it's going to be cross-platform. So I'll be able to play games on the computer, be on Discord, and talk to my PlayStation friends, which See, is great. I really want this to happen to, with Activision and Warzone. Like, their chat system is terrible. That's where I want it at. Just, I, I can't stand it. I, just, I hope they do that too. Like, hey, make another deal. Seriously, use that system. Because when you use Warzone's one, you get like a... It's like a second delay on the voice chat coming through. A second in a shooter is a long time. And I don't want to have my command coming in the second. I was going to say, especially when callouts are such a common, uh, yeah. like common way to play shooting games. Yeah, so. exactly, mm. exactly. 
We are going to our next song, though. Uh, this one coming up, it's called Out of My Face. Uh, it's by Godlands. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes here on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. And we'll be right back. And that was Formlessness by May Hills. And before that, we had Never Gonna Be The Same by Mia Ray and You You by Ego. Welcome back to Hump Day Vibes here on Radio Fremantle, 107.9 FM with Brock and Byron. Now time for Nerd Talk. Ooh. We are talking Pokemon. Game of Thrones. We could talk about that. You guys remember Gangnam Style, right? I loved Gangnam Style. You're listening to Nerd Talk. Yes, that's right. It's Nerd Talk, the lovely edition of the show where every week Byron reminds us about how much he absolutely loved Gangnam Style. <laughs> and uh, basically what we're going to be talking about here today is a bit of an extension of it. Game sesh, but it's more on the sort of nerdier side of things because it's not really about games. It's about some of the technical stuff in games, and that's the uh, battle passes. Yes. Now, uh, I was just thinking, what would be your idea, Byron, behind a uh, a battle pass system where basically instead of um, having oh, how do I describe it? Instead of having a battle pass which only lasts a certain amount of time, the battle passes stay around forever and you can pick and choose which one you want to have active at certain times, but they're capped behind, obviously, uh, the price of her having the battle pass and earning him and stuff like that. So, yeah. So you got to, in all you're saying, you got to buy it outright. Yeah. So obviously some battle passes still have free tiers and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. but um, you can still unlock the free tier stuff, but the battle passes never go away and then at any point you can purchase them to uh, get the stuff and then you can choose which ones you want to have active at what time to unlock stuff. So eventually it removes the whole fear of missing out aspect of video games because that's a huge portion of the battle passes. I don't at like the moment. that. You don't like it? No. I don't like that at all. You think people should have to play during that time period to get the stuff and they can never get well, it again? No, no, no. I think they should be able to get it still. I, I think the battle pass should be able to be completed after. I'd like to clarify that. Um, all those free coins you get, for example, shouldn't be allowed to be added. Those coins should be part of the whole, hey, you completed it part of this time frame. You should be able to get this. But the skins, for example, they should definitely be available to everyone who has bought the Battle Pass. The coins, on the other hand, safe because um, PUBG, Fortnite, um, Warzone, they've all got those things in there. And they've all got a, if you complete the Battle Pass, you get the next one for free, plus you have 300 coins, essentially. I don't think they should be available in that sense of that you know monetary gain shouldn't be allowed. But to say I buy it, I only complete 10 levels and I come back to the game and I see the next battle pass. I'm like, I'm going to buy this one, but I haven't completed the last one yet, but I bought the next one. So I know I'm going to start completing that one. And then if I've got more time, I can go back and start complete activating the other one. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But so it's, it's no, available no, to you at any point to go no, back no, to and complete. I just think certain things shouldn't be available in it. Yeah. So that monetary... Yeah, yeah, like the, the queens and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, agree, I agree on that aspect because it's no longer relevant. Yeah. But what about this? Uh, so you have the battle pass, but what if the battle pass just continued on, but like say it just resets every like, I don't know, I'm just going to put out 100 or so like levels. So say the battle pass is one long massive stretch. It goes from level one to 100. Once you complete level 100, it goes to like say... Uh, 101 to 200, but those items are cut off, like um, 
to the next one. And so like, it's like, as if it's one constant battle pass, but you can't reach that next content unless you complete the one in the past. But the one in the past still is there, if that makes any sense. So you're, you're saying you've got to be able to get to the next battle pass. You've got to complete the current one. Yes. So what it's about kind of like a race. No, no, not a race. Yeah, but- okay, but... Yes and no, because you still need to pay for that 101 if you're just lingering there for like six months. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So you- you're paying for that 101 onwards to the 200, I believe you should be able to, because I don't think... No, yeah, no, absolutely. That's like that's included. Like you have to pay for each battle pass, but it's more like you can't access the next battle pass unless you complete the previous one, but Ooh. they never but they never go away. Uh, can you choose to not pay for the previous one to get to the next one? No. So you've got to go in order. Yes, you have to go in order. So, you know, that sounds terrible. You've got to be able to skip. If you, like to clarify, if you skip it, you can't go back. But I do think you should be able to do that because I remember, what was it? Back in the Halo 3 days, playing online, if you didn't buy the previous map packs, you couldn't play the new stuff anyway. So you kind of locked in this ecosystem of having to buy all of them. Alternatively, we could also just have... Instead of having one battle pass active, it's more like the battle passes never go away and you have four. I'm just going to say there was four battle passes in this game. uh, And then you just have four going concurrently or something like that, which you slowly level up and slowly gain stuff. And it removes, let's just say we've removing the in-game currency aspect of it where you earn stuff. You can only get it, say, from paying your own money. Like, what about that? Do you think that's a bit better? Like, and you can't buy tiers or anything like that. You can only. I see. I like the whole buying tiers thing. So if you're a wealthy wealthy kid and you just don't want to... You can wanna, whale it. Yeah, you can just whale it. Like, I, I think that's a good deal. I like the idea of whaling it. That's the thing. I like the idea of, hey, look, I can buy these skins. I can get to the end tier straight away, which, you know, in retrospect, is just them throwing money at the company because they want something from the company, but there's no actual gain for them. There's no you know gain in game for them to have it. It's just, hey, I got to level 100 because I paid for it. The company got money out of it. I got my skin straight away. I think it's worth it. I, I think the whole buying levels is worth it. Like for them at least and as a option for players to be able to do it because let's be honest here, some people can't be bothered leveling. They're not going to be there the entire time but they want those extra skins at the end because they like the look of them. And that's why I'm saying if we had a system of they just never go away and you can just slowly over time just get them. Yeah, that's where it comes. There's that gray area of and I'd I'd love to test it out with a game at some point. Like I want I want some game dev out there to make a battle pass and be like, you know what? This battle pass is never going away. We're going to implement newer battle passes as time goes on as well, which you can purchase, but we're not going to remove any. So everything's available to the players. So it's just a quest pass now. So it's just a you know what? Pe- quest you know what? A quest pass. That's a nice idea. I think that's I think that's uh, the method I'd like to choose because I don't. I think the fear of missing out aspect of video games is a, is a, a very. Um, negative thing because it's just making players angry it's making it more addicted it's you know <laughs> yeah. it's, like I, I think it's just giving it many negative connotations oh 100 but yeah so i just wanted to put that out there and i want to hear what you guys thoughts are as well because if you uh if you think something similar let us know on facebook you know instagram etc we're at hump day vibes uh for both of those we're also at humpdayvibes.com where you can leave that as well um yeah, that's the plug for the show done for today. <laughs> but yeah, we are going to go to our next song though. Uh, this one's called Call Me by Channel Marker 6. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes here on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And we'll be right back. <laughs> 